Jason Lee Podcast. All right, welcome back to an all-new episode of the Jason Lee Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, there's only three of us clapping. That's why it doesn't sound like we're um, in a stadium watching the Beyonce Renaissance Tour. But I just got back from New York City, where I coast the Breakfast Club on Monday and Tuesday. I was supposed to be there on Wednesday, but my schedule was kind of crazy, but I enjoyed my time. I was able to catch up with Charlemagne and Envy and give them a copy of the Hollywood Unlocked Impact Award, which they won in 2019. Now, those of you that think that we just popped up with Mariah Carey last year and then Babyface this year, we've actually been doing this for three years going into our fourth year now and uh this year um you know we were able to um kind of conceptualize what the right award would look like after jennifer lewis had shaded us last year if you missed that funny moment this is what she said I had a lot of awards this is the ugliest one i've ever and now we have a new award and this is what the award looks like. And so I wanted to make sure that we gave everybody who's won an award up to this date for the three years that we've been doing this, that they all receive a new award. And so everybody that has won an award will get a new award. But what I love the most about that, and I've said this to people, is that that award, um, basically the value of that award will be based on those that hold it, right? And so Rob and I pretty much are the committee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're the committee, the production company, the bookers, the yes. producers. Uh, Rob does most of the heavy lifting because he has the patience to deal with the folks. <laughs> um, you know, I, I was saying to somebody when I was talking about uh, how we built up the award show and how we've just built like different parts of Hollywood Unlocked, it really has been figure it out. Like we come up with an idea and we figure it out. And I, hopefully those of you that are watching the build of Hollywood Unlocked and have watched my journey are inspired to build your own tables. And it doesn't, don't have to be an award show. And I think what people don't realize too, and I don't even know if you know this, when we first had this idea, probably 10 years ago, it was a brunch. We just wanted to do a brunch award and we wanted to honor other people in media. But now mm. some of y'all are such big haters that I don't even <laughs> want to honor you. I'll let you come in and eat at our tables, but to give honors away, no. But in all, in all jokes aside, we do honor people who are moving the culture in media as mm -hmm. well. I mean, The Breakfast Club being the first, and then last year we had The Drink Champs. And this year we honor Catherine Bruton from BMI. Mm -hmm. Next year, uh, I'm excited. We already have a list of who uh, we're going to be honoring, but we're not going to tell you today. Uh, what have you guys been up to this week? I've been gone. Were you in Miami? In Miami. Just Building moved. Health Just moved there. No, no, no. I love LA. But I do love Miami, too. It, it, it's, it's sexy and has a, a good energy. So Miami's great, but LA is home right now. Mm. <laughs> I've been here holding it down the studio well we're back into the production of the jason lee show blueface mm -hmm. and Jaden. um we're heavy in the edits if you could describe that interview in one word both of you how would you describe it starting with rob one word <laughs> can we start with marina <laughs> she's gonna be better than me one word surprising surprising was it surprising from the thing that happened that was shocking that wasn't surprising no, I, I was floored. We were all floored. Jaws rolling on the ground. Well, what about you? I, I want to say toxic. <laughs> I didn't, They weren't giving toxic to me. Well, I mean the the breakdown of the histories and the it's toxic. It, it was the um the day before the um, baby reveal for me. That surprising. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It was a that lot was not of shocking. Surpri surprising is your son comes home from the army early. <laughs> that was not surprising. No, that, that was shocking. What, I feel like they put all their business on the internet, literally, and on the table. And so we really got a lot of new information. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, there's more to the... There's <laughs> the more fact to that this. there could be more to what we already see every day was Correct. crazy. But I also... 
think that most of you who've watched the Jason Lee interview with Krishan and Blueface are going to absolutely be judging this one against that one. And it was a completely different experience. Now, um, I won't give you a big surprise today, but um, just know the Jason Lee show is back and we're working and we're here to interview everybody. Uh, can't wait to share that with you. Look for that interview next week. When, when did they release on Tuesday and Wednesday? Mm -hmm. So you, this this is airing today on Friday. The mm -hmm. Jaden and Blueface interview will launch on Audio Everywhere podcast streams on Tuesday, and then on the Hollywood Unlocked YouTube channel on Wednesday. Now I know people are saying like, well, why is it not going on Revolt? So let me just go ahead and address that really quick. Now Revolt, when I first wanted to launch the Jason Lee show, remember if you've been following me from the beginning. It started with uh, me going to a network that wanted me to host the Wendy Williams show and them saying, oh, well, you're not big enough. And so we actually got in our creative bag. We hired a team. We designed our own sets. We built our own studio. We had lots of rollout parties, those of you that came and enjoyed uh, the charcuterie tables. And so we really wanted to get in our creative bag and prove that we could be big enough to launch our own, sh our own show. And when I looked at what black networks were out there, black owned networks that were out there that made the most sense. We didn't go around pitching it to anybody. We called up Datavio and we did a partnership with Revolt that we really liked. The one thing that was challenging was that we didn't own, fully own all the episodes. And we're big on black ownership and we did a great deal where we licensed the content to them and they were phenomenal partners. So let me first say shout out to the entire Revolt team, Diddy, Datavio, JP, everybody over there who helped us to deliver a quality show uh, every week on the network. We did 22 shows, one live show. But ultimately, we wanted to fully own the Jason Lee show. And ownership is important. As you know, I rolled out the Media Millionaires Unlocked course to show everybody how to start their own media company, their own media brand. And one key component to that, and the reason why we're set to make $10 million this year as a self-starting business is because we own everything. And so ownership is important. And it is not easy, but it's really a distribution game. And so right now, we're going to be distributing on all Hollywood Unlocked channels. So if you're not following us on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Instagram, all that, make sure you're following us so you can stay locked in. And when the show goes live on YouTube, it'll be going live on our Facebook too. There's over a million people there and over 300 and something thousand on our YouTube channel. So collectively, that's almost one and a half million people that get to watch the Jason Lee show on our channels. And we have an exciting project underway where we're going to expand that distribution and create more original programming. So I'm really excited about the direction of where we're going. And you'll start seeing lots of interviews pop up. We have um, a list of people already confirmed that are exciting and some people that we've never talked to that I've had relationships with for a long time that will be interesting to catch up with on camera. So make sure you tune in. I will say the Jaden and Blueface interview wasn't going to be our first interview out the gate, but it's so wild that, uh, and they're the most trending people right now mm -hmm. online that we had to do that. Yep. Our longest interview before was Laverne Cox and now it's Blueface and Jaden. Mm. Well, I mean, we're over three and a half hours, so you'll be able to check that out. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move on. It's time for the Jason. Let's move on. It's time for the tea with Jason Lee. All right, so um, listen, I get a lot of credit for being messy, and it's not me. It's the job that I have to do. I'm literally just telling you what people are doing in the world and giving you my opinion about it, and sometimes it gets a little wacky. Uh, like this next person, Carly Russell. Now, um, what? <laughs> I, 
I'm just not going to make any faces. Ever you already made a face. Table. Well, Ever. I just think that if you're going to do a mugshot, people, please wear makeup. I don't know how they catch y'all on the street, but oh she is God. pretty without it. Uh, but this pretty young 26-year-old, Carly Russell, you may remember she's from Alabama. She was the one that was driving down the street then made up the whole 911 call that she was on the freeway and saw a random kid walking there, got out to help him, and they got abducted. Remember <laughs> when the police pulled up, they found her wig there. We all knew from the beginning that was a lie because ain't none of y'all black women leaving your wig in a car while you get dragged away for 49 hours. 49 hours, she popped back up at her parents' house. Well, anyway, she's been found guilty on two Class A misdemeanor counts for staging her own kidnapping. This happened way back in July, uh, earlier this year, July 13th. She called 911, as I said, where she said she found this kid. We all know that was like now. What's, fast, what's, what's, what's fascinating about this is that her boyfriend came out shaming all of us for standing up for her, I mean, for attacking her when we were questioning why she had uh, been abducted and where was she at. Now, I said a long time ago, I don't know if it was on my podcast or on the Daily Drop over at Amazon, that it just seemed like maybe she had some dick in another state or somehow she was doing something shady. Maybe there was another man. I don't know. Let me show you a full photo of Carly just so we could get into her. This is her on the way to a prom, a quinceanera. I don't know where she was. Maybe she was on her way to the NAACP <laughs> Image Awards. She's a pretty girl. You know, she's a pretty girl. Now, this disappearance of Carly, it created an entire um, national news story where people were wanting to know, like, how is it that she got kidnapped? And it also started a whole search that made people all over the country worry about and almost mourn the missing and potential death of this young black girl. And you know, we live in a world of hashtag protect black women. So people wanted to rush to her aid and make sure that she was okay. Well, two days later, she was okay. She just returned on the porch of her parents' home. They were probably sitting out there in a rocking chair with sombreros, <laughs> waiting on poor Carly to pull up. And she just walked up there probably with, with a tattered wig and flip flops. Oh, the wig was no, left behind. Let me yeah. tell you something. I'm, I know, but she had another wig. She didn't leave all her wigs there. Okay. And either way, whether these are clip-ons, a wig, a weave, a sew-in, a front lace, lace front, whatever the hell y'all be wearing, because I don't even know what. And white girls got them too now. Because really, the white girls, y'all got the fake butts, fake lips, because y'all want to be fake black girls. And then so y'all get the fake clip-ins too. But either way, we know alopecia hits all of you equally. <laughs> what? We're all losing hair, guys. It's part of aging. Well, 49 hours later, and I don't know, this is the thing that makes this more special. Why she wait 49 hours? Why couldn't it just be the next 48? 48? You know what I mean? Right. Uh, well, anyway, 49 hours later, after she went missing, she told the police that a man with orange hair <laughs> was Trump in Alabama? What the fuck? Um, snatched her up and threw her in an 18-wheeler. So let's back up. So first she thought she saw a kid got out to help the kid and then got kidnapped by a man with orange hair and thrown in the back of a 18 wheeler. I want to know a couple of things. One, is she friends with Jesse Smollett? <laughs> okay. <laughs> because at least, but this is why I will say, uh, at least she blamed it on a white man. Jesse said two Africans beat him up with nooses, right? Uh, well, why would that Af right? Was uh, it in front of a subway? Uh -huh. <laughs> no, he was on his way to subway. They said they were yelling, make America great again while they put the noose around his neck and pour bleach on him. Jesse, now, that didn't even sound right, but it, whatever. We're going to let you get away with this for now. Well, 
investigators, the reason why she ended up getting caught was they looked at her cell phone later. Now, you know, all of you who watch Pornhub in the morning or go to X hamster like me, people can actually search your search history to see what you've been looking at, which is a scary thing for those of you that are out there doing real crazy things. Rob, if we were to look in your search history right now, what would we find? Uh, right. Well, honestly, right now, it would just be a lot of information pertaining to what's going on in the world right now. But um, there would also be some fun things in there. Would it be like how to play a crip in a sex scene? That never happened. I'm, I'm just anyway. Uh, well, they, they searched her her search history and it included the movie Taken, which was all about a woman being abducted. Um, and a question asking, do you have to pay for an Amber Alert? Which is that announcement that goes over everybody's phone whenever you come up abducted. And then so she ended up getting charged with false reporting to law enforcement, falsely reporting an incident. Prosecutors are recommending a maximum of one year in jail, which is six months per charge. A fine of $831 plus $17,974 and even 88 cents in restitution. Now, Carly's uh, since filed uh, an appeal but I would say lock her up. I mean, yes, she may have some mental. Well, of course you want her locked up. <laughs> you, Jason. I mean, damn, you even did the whole. Oh, my God. You know, that wasn't even Wakanda. That lock was like, the bitch that up. Was, that was, yeah. No, I think that, you know, you have to set an example. I mean, what happens if everybody starts wanting to get out of work? Okay. One day Marina doesn't want to be on the show. So she fakes a kidnapping you know, at Taco Bell around the mm -hmm. corner saying that she was waiting for somebody at the juice stand to pop up and the fruit lady, you know, threw her in the back of a trunk and took her down to Tijuana. <laughs> it sounds crazy. Could happen. Sound a little racist when I said it. But either way, what will stop people from doing this? And this wastes taxpayers' money when we're all looking for it. Not to mention, I don't know if they put a GoFundMe account together, but sometimes people will even start a GoFundMe to go fund me looking for a woman who left her wig behind <laughs> while she went to go get some dick in atlanta allegedly so allegedly. my favorite part about this story that everybody seems to forget is that her boyfriend threw a search and rescue party at the club revel in atlanta <laughs> and this poster is an official poster because he was hosting a party while she was missing while she was missing called search and rescue at y'all don't remember that I remember it. Yeah, I remember that. Briefly. Well, um, Fire. Yep. I, I wasn't going to go to a search and rescue party. <laughs> if you just saw the image, those of you watching on YouTube or Facebook, um, there's actual logo for search and rescue. Mm -hmm. I think they both were Given probably in cahoots. Um, you know, he's profiting on one hand. She's some, maybe the whole thing was him throw the rescue party, make money there while she's missing. Mm -hmm. Maybe she didn't contemplate the fact that this would become a national news story that the Jason Lee podcast would eventually be talking about. Um, <laughs> Now, if she does go to court dressed up every day, I'm going to tell you right now, lock her all the way up. Is this something? What do you think? Uh, look, I think for this particular crime, they could slap an ankle bracelet on her and just keep her in the house for six months and make her pay a fine for all the money that was spent. But I don't know if she needs to spend a year in jail. I think she needs some mental health support. And ironically, the crazy thing about this is the one case that wasn't real of a black person going missing became a national headline when normally it doesn't get any attention. Yeah. So I'm like, this is that that's the crazy part about it all. Is. So well, that's the disappointing part. Yesterday about was it. National Mental Health Day. <laughs> Just never know when we're gonna give people their flowers. That's for all of you who are dealing with your mental health. I'm in therapy. Actually, I skipped my therapy appointment yesterday, so I think I'm gonna do it tomorrow. <laughs>
now you can do therapy on Zoom. How would you do therapy with somebody like this if you can't find them? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, like you have a scheduled therapy appointment, but you're missing. Yeah, Carly, you need to go to jail. I think she should go to jail for at least maybe at least like 90 days. Yeah, yeah you know, just a little like year. Like, like a little cute vacation. Like, 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 no, strap her down, like inject her with oh medicine. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like make sure she's taking her meds or euthanize her. Oh, my God. <laughs> maybe not euthanize her. Well, shout out to you, Carly Russell, and all the AKAs. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, listen, um, speaking of shout outs, Cameron is giving Russell Wilson advice. Mm. Now, Cameron, I don't know if Mace got you up here dressed like a deacon because you know you good. No, because you good for the pink now. And Cameron, I don't know why I've never met Cameron or interviewed Cameron because I feel like Cameron would give you good talk. Mm-hmm. Maybe we book Cameron and Mace for the show. Ooh, I would love that. That would be good. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Cameron is stirring up some controversy, uh, telling Russell Wilson that it's time for him to get rid of his wife, Sierra. <sighs> Listen. Cameron, I don't even know. First of all, Sierra is pregnant as hell right now and beautiful. We love Sierra. And I love Sierra and Russell together. I've talked about them before on my shows. But either way, let me show you a photo of Sierra and Russell. This is them. I don't think this is this this baby now. No. This was the last baby. Mm -hmm. How do you know? Because hair is longer. It's in a ponytail. Maybe he has longer hair. Okay. Well, either way, this is them at the Variety uh, Vanity Fair party. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know... Cameron is saying that in order for him to get some Super Bowl rings, he needs to get rid of his ring with Sierra. Now, the Bible says a man that finds a good woman finds a good wife, or the man that finds a good wife finds a good thing, or the man that finds a good nigga <laughs> finds a good nigga. I don't know what the Bible says as it really because you know it was a little outdated for me. Uh, there's some new, there's a newer testament that needs to go into the, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and who is King James? Have you met him? I'm not right. LeBron, <laughs> you gonna go to hell. <laughs> The church community. She thinks that King James, who wrote the Bible, was LeBron. See how they she... call him King James. Yeah, but now you playing. Either way, um, now let me show you a photo of Sierra and Russell and their children. Now, you know, Russell has been a good stepdad to Future's child since Future has been unavailable. Um, but <laughs> let me show you the family again. This is what they look like. Look at this happy family even the kid that ain't his is is uh smiling and they have another baby on the way so they'll have a total of four kids three that are theirs and one that is futures now what i love about this relationship is that we've seen sierra have rocky relationships in the past her and future didn't work out future and his other eight baby mamas have not worked out he has nine baby moms i'm gonna just say allegedly allegedly with 10 to 12 kids I don't know exactly how many there are, but there's I know more than 10 and nine baby moms or eight baby moms. Either way, that just screams toxic, toxic, toxic. And whether it's him, whether it's them, whether it's all of them, I don't know. But Sierra found Russell and then they created a family unit immediately. Remember, he was playing for the Seattle Seahawks at the time and she would go to the games. And when they would lose, they would blame her then. And then they started winning, and then they made it to the Super Bowl. I don't know if they won the Super Bowl, but they actually made it to the Super Bowl, and they still were, you know, blaming her. He's eventually left. I think he now plays for the Denver Broncos. Well, either way, um, while talking on his show with Mace, the show is called It Is What It Is, the dipset rapper Cameron told Russell that if he wants a Super Bowl ring, he needs to just do this. Take a listen. Hey, man, I got too much more to say. Sean Payton, you tried. 
Russell Wilson, get rid of your girl. That's the only only suggestion I got for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't got else to do for you. He can't get rid of Sierra. He want to win. <laughs> <laughs> he want to win. That's what I told you. Right? <laughs> listen, listen, it's two things. It depends on what kind of ring you want. Yeah, it's kind of ring <laughs> do, you want. Do you want the ring of marriage, <laughs> or do you want the Super Bowl ring? <laughs> oh my goodness, Mace, are you married? I mean, I don't want to dig too much into your relationship history because it was kind of rocky. Remember, you became a pastor in Atlanta. There were a lot of questions around that. Um, and then Cameron used to be in a relationship. Can you do the research? Who is it? Mm-hmm. Juju. Yes, you dated Juju. You know, Juju from Love and Hip Hop. Here's mm-hmm. a picture of Juju and Cameron. They dated for years. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what happened because I haven't had Juju on the show yet, but maybe we, ha- we can. I think their show is entertaining, though. I think it's interesting when you see artists trying to do what we do um you all will make jokes of everybody else but then the minute we make a joke about you you all lose it and then try to hire the goons to try to come kill people uh i don't have any shade towards these two per se because i actually like both of them i was a huge mace fan back when he was uh dancing around in plastic bags and (laughs) what well you know when he had the plastic like you know take that take that puff (laughs) Um, and then I've been a fan of Cameron's and Cameron be talking to shit. So to find them two together, it's interesting. Both of you are dressed like Deacons on their way to McDonald's <laughs> or IHOP. Um, but I think that's a part of their thing because you both have history of being fashion Eastas, like your fashion trend-setting ways have been interesting. Do you think he, they should mind their own business as it relates to telling them what they should do? Or is that just par for the course? Because it's just wrong. I didn't even have to Google does Cameron have a girl to see that he clearly doesn't. Why? Because like only people who are like single and miserable are being like, oh, you shouldn't like you don't have a ring because you're in a relationship. Like let him live. But is he miserable though, or is he just like every man who's a sports fanatic? Because ultimately, yeah. like these men and their sports is like these this is their God, right? Yeah. They're, they're these Super Bowl ring moments. Who, you know, we want our our king to get a ring. No, like I get it, but to tell a pregnant woman that she should just abandon her marriage and her family because you selfishly want them to win a ring is crazy. I just wow. think it was a dumb joke, and the only thing that was mm-hmm. funny about it was Mace's response to it. Um, no, those outfits. Yeah, and their outfits. outfits. It was them, Mace, laughing with the jewelry and the deacon suit, but it, that was what was funny about the joke. It was just dumb, and it fell flat. And I think the other issue, too, is right now, every marriage is falling apart in public like all these public relationships are falling apart so it's like uh we I mean, we don't want to see that what's relationship his name? it was married for 27 years um wolverine oh uh jack uh, uh hugh, hugh, hugh jackman Jack, 27 years i mean you had to you had to put moisturizer on that neck every night for 27 <laughs> years like you know no, I'm just saying, like, because the skin gets a little rubbery yeah. or loose or whatever. Like, when you go through a person's almost three-decade transition, you smell their farts. You've seen the stains in their underwear. You uh-huh. fucking have sw- you've swallowed. You've done everything. <laughs> After 27 years, you just start over like you're too old to start over. I just also feel like Sierra, she just be catching straight bullets. Like, she's so unbothered and from future. Everyone's always, pick, like, dragging her in a conversation. Right, because she's nice. People drag people yep. who are nice. Now, listen, Period. I got dragged this week and it was worth I mean, it was not worth it, but it was deserving, so I just let me be dragged. And look, there's a dragon that's going to happen from time to time. Everybody's susceptible to it. Um, it's how you come out on the other side that matters, and I think the Sarah's going to come out great. She's going to have a fourth beautiful child. I love 
her creativity and revealing. I wish she would have the same creativity with her music because we haven't heard anything really come from Sierra in a while. Mm -hmm. um, I'm glad she's out doing interviews. And Like a Boy is definitely a song that I, um, you know, dedicate to Caitlyn Jenner at least once a week. All right. Well, listen, let's move along. Was that transphobic? <laughs> Someone will say it was. Caitlin been catching strays too from Jason. <laughs> All right. I'm sure she's caught it before. All right. Well, listen, Jada Pinkett Smith is in the news. And the question is, is Jada keeping Will hostage? Now, before I even get into what the producers want me to say, let me tell you my thoughts. Do we have a how you doing button? Don't be fucking rude. Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith have been talked about for decades. I remember when the allegations, I'ma just get into allegations because that's what we do here at the show. No, I'm not even gonna do that. Will, uh, Rob, what did you hear about Will and Jada? Listen, I just think people, what did you, I didn't ask what you think. Yeah, I I'm said just, what you hear. I, I'm answering the question. I think people should be able to live in their truth. No, what did you hear? They, that, that they We heard Jada they both swingers. She likes girls boyfriend and he likes whatever. guys. No, you didn't do it, so I'm gonna do it. We heard that they were both <laughs> swingers and that they both liked people of the same sex. This has been rumors for years. There has been so many rumors about Will Smith being a homosexual and Jada Pinkett being a lesbian forever. Uh, there's people that have worked in the houses that have come out and said, you know, whispering things or allegations that allegedly happened at the house. I don't know Will or Jada in a personal way. I've met both and I love and am fans of both. But the word on the street has been that they both were uh, involved with extra sexual curricular activities within their marriage. Uh, now, I never heard that they shared people together. What I heard was that Will liked men and Jada liked women. You heard that. Yeah. Okay. Did you ever hear that? Mm -hmm. okay. I used to hear crazy stories. Okay. So that's what we heard. Then they were so tight-lipped in private that you don't really know what was going on in their family. You never heard anything. And then we started to see the veil slip because she launched Red Table Talk, which started getting her mom or daughter around the table, and then they would just start spilling. Then we learned about the uh, entanglement with August Alsina, that he put out a song talking about their relationship. They then did a whole moment where they sat down at the Red Table and talked about it, where she shared her entanglement with August that he knew about, and Will kind of sat there and now she's saying she thought it was a sketch and he thought it was real. And we all looked at them like they were some fools. And I'm going to tell you, for all of you that get mad at me for posting Blueface and Krishan, this, this is Blueface and Krishan as adults, I, as grown adults. <laughs> Let me be very clear. I don't see any difference at this point because Jada and Krishan, I'm con I am convinced that Krishan Rock is Jada Pinkett Smith's illegitimate child. <laughs> They're both from Baltimore. Y'all playing, tell me that that ain't Tupac's daughter. Now look, <laughs> Jada has been married to Will Smith forever. But now she's saying back in uh, 2016, they separated. So they didn't get a divorce on paper. They just started living apart. Now I'm not even going to tell you who I heard Jada's living with. Do you know? You told mm -hmm. us. But we ain't going to say it here. 
But I ain't even going to tell you who I heard she's staying with. But then again, I should because she ain't coming on our show. So, like, what is our loyalty to Jada? We like Jada. Jada's black excellence. But Jada's also messy. She just launched this whole book. And although back in 2013, when she opened up to denying claims about having an open marriage, the rumors began after both were accused of having separate affairs. Remember in 2015, the 43-year-old Jada met 22-year-old August for the first time at a festival and their photos went viral, resulting in Will and Jada telling fans they were still good. But less than a year later, in 2016, they separated. And in 2017, Jada in August gagged us all. Now, let me show you a photo of them on the red carpet. And Queen Latifah... Okay, listen. Y'all know I've known Dana for 30 years. You know I know uh, Dana for 30 years. Dana's like, oh, girl, you in trouble. Um, and... But look at their body language. First of all, ain't no man. I could tell you right now, Jason Lee ain't no man putting his hand around my man. Let me show that picture again if you're watching this. Look at look at his hand around her waist like that. Mm, tight. Now, everybody that has watched August Alcina interviews over the year knows that he has talked about his penis being as big as Jada. So that <laughs> means that he was dusting that thing off. Okay. Now, six months later, Will shared a long emotional post for his and Jada's 20th wedding anniversary, claiming love is like gardening. You know what tools y'all were using. <laughs> a year after meeting Jada, uh, after a year after meeting, Jada introduced August on Red Table Talk as a dear family friend. Then two years later, August told us that he and Jada were intimate. And a month later, Jada and Will's infamous Red Table Talk episode dropped where she admitted to sleeping with August without Will's blessing, claiming they were separated. And then from that episode, Will became a meme. And the word entanglement went viral and also became a thing. And then August dropped a song claiming to be heartbroken after the affair. And then two years later, Will stuck up for his wife and slapped the shit out of Chris Rock at the Oscars. Now, look, here's a photo of that. We got a receipt. Now, more than a year later, after Chris Rock got a $40 million check to make a joke out of Will and Jada, Jada's telling NBC that she and Will are still separated and have been for seven years. Look at what she told Hoda. In 2016, you and Will decided that you were going to live completely separate lives. Yes. It was not a divorce on paper, right. but it was a divorce. divorce so from the year 2016 which is seven years ago now <laughs> yes y'all have been apart yeah but in public the couple who married in 1997 denied the gossip about their marriage over the next several years jada and will kept up the appearance of a committed married couple so why do that like what was the reason i think just not being ready yet. Mm. Still trying to figure out between the two of us yeah. how to be in partnership, right? And in regards to how do we present that to people, you know? And we hadn't figured that out. During our walk in Baltimore, Jada reflected on their breakup. Why did the relationship fracture? 
Oh, well, why it fractured? That that's a lot of things. Yeah. And I think by the time we got to 2016, we were just exhausted with trying. I think we were both kind of still stuck in our fantasy of what we thought the other person should be. Oh. Jada says she considered a legal divorce, but could never go through with it. I made a promise that there will never be a reason for us to get a divorce. We will work through mm. whatever. And I just haven't been able to break that promise. Mm. But you still live separately. We live separately. Jada, you're a great actress. But girl, we see you. You mean to tell me you haven't found that thing to get a divorce? August Alcina pumped your guts. Will Smith has been exiled from the Oscars. Your children have been ridiculed because of their parents being a laughingstock. And Chris Rock was slapped because what we're finding out is he tried to sleep with Jada when you were separated but you didn't slap August and he made a song about it. Your family's been an embarrassment all because you're playing this wicked game and trying to cover up the true tea. I think, and, and let me tell you what, let me just say this is only my opinion based on what I've heard in the rumors. If you all come out later as being fluid or bisexual or wanting to explore and then Will later comes out with a relationship with a man and then you come out with a relationship with a woman, the gay community better rally up against you because the fact that you are playing these Caitlyn Jenner charade games with the public is crazy. Now, I'm not here to out people. I can say what I know and what I've heard and who I know to believe that you're living with and with right now. But I just wish for the truth. I wish for the truth. Um, there's a lot of you celebrities of that era who are clicked up that don't want to live in your truth because you think the world is going to think differently. We already know who y'all are. We 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 celebrate you. You don't come to the Pride events, but there's a lot of pride <laughs> there with your names on them. What? It's true. Mm -hmm. I, I like mean, that. and the, the reality is, is you all are tearing away the fabric of how important you are to the culture and to hip hop and to acting and being black excellence. You both represent black excellence. Now, I do think to a certain degree, it benefited both of you to stay as a unit publicly because you are Will and Jada and all of what you represent. But the more you share of yourself, the less you have to protect because you put it all out there. Your red table. Remember, if you go back, if you've been following me from day one, you go back and watch my old podcast. I said, I'm going to create the blue table because the red table is not all the way honest, but the blue table is going to be honest. I said this before and people laughed and thought I was being funny. Here's the key. We already knew all this. The problem is, is that as you open up more with talk and this and that, and you let us more in your household, now into your bedroom, baby, it's going to get ugly. And your kids who know the secrets are going to resent you. And at some point, their veil is going to slip. And then they're going to be the people having to hold this public image together. That's why you have your son, Jaden, running around telling Tyler, the creator, that he's in love with him and that he's his boyfriend. And people think it's a stunt wearing dresses from Louis Vuitton. Well, really, he's just trying to express himself the way that you should, Will. Now, Will, what I will say is your wife has completely emasculated you in front of the world time and time again. You walked up on the stage in front of the entire world at the most prestigious awards in the world and slapped another black man because he referenced your woman's haircut when really you were just tired of being treated less than the man you deserve to be. And the other thing is, 
Jada, you just said that you and Will, you hope that you all would measure up to be what you all expected of one another. What else could you be? You're Oscar-winning actor, you're critically acclaimed actress, okay. you're successful talk show host, you have Emmys, you have your authors, you have beautiful children, you have beautiful lives. What else did you want from the man? And I heard Will has a nice penis. I mean, what else <laughs> can you get? Maybe he was giving it to somebody else. Maybe Willard was giving it to Dillard. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? The two things for me are this idea that you have to stay in an unhealthy marriage until you can find a reason to get out is ridiculous to me. And of course we know that's it's, it's because it's veiled in something else. The truth is what it is like. And that, 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 that there's two people who aren't authentically being able to live in their truth because of the positions they have. And then the other thing is they're like, like you already touched on, they are Hollywood royalty for black people. And the, the way that will has kind of lost his dignity, his ability to be, honored by the Oscars for films that he's doing like emancipation for 10 was years. phenomenal and like this man has kind of lost everything and it sucks because he's such a powerful figure for us in hip hop and film and TV so I don't know it just I, I hate that he got the short end of the stick in this and for me I feel <laughs> that like that was that was a <clears throat> plausible moment <laughs> big pause but for me it's like I think that with Blueface and Krishan and Jaden like you have to keep talking about them and they have to stay relevant by just being messy and toxic in the public, but Will and Jada, like you guys are Will and Jada. Like, I just don't know why she had to even speak. Like, that's my question. Like, I don't care if they lived in 10 different houses or if she locks them in the basement and lives upstairs. Like well, that's she, their own she business. She released a book. I know, but it's just like, why? Like you have money, you have your icons. Like icons are just kind of like, I don't know. I feel like everyone's just falling off by talking too much. Like what? I mean, I, the fact that we're correlating Blueface, Krishan, Jada, <laughs> and that. Will together, we actually put a poll on Hollywood Unlocked. Let me show you the poll really quick. This was the poll where we said, who's more toxic? And you guys are having a field day with it. And it's hard to really know who's the more toxic person. Yes, uh -huh. you know, Blueface or Krishan, there may be a missing tooth, a black eye here or there, a throw up of <laughs> Hennessy outside the side of the car. But like, this is a worse train wreck for me when there's a whole image and ideology of who these people are and then just now the veil is lifted and we see them to be Blueface and Krishan, duh. I don't know, mm -hmm. I wish them the best. You can't say you're staying together for the kids because they're all adults. So you're. it's not that. I mean, I think it's then who then do you see them with? Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Because there's no way that, that we'll see Will out with the person who he's in love with and nope. see Jada out with the person she's in love with because that therein would be the Zeus Network hit that we're all waiting for. <laughs> Good luck. We'll keep you posted on that. All right, well, Joe Budden is in the news. He is... I didn't have a chance to talk about this here on the show because I was doing The Breakfast Club, but I was on The Breakfast Club talking about all of the back and forth between Joe Budden and Drake. Now, Joe Budden, you know him. Those of you of this generation know him as a podcaster with The Joe Budden Show. Uh, but he also is a rapper that a lot of people respected when he was in the music game years ago. He's not actively rapping anymore. He's found a new career and he's being successful at it. Well, Joe Budden and Drake went at it. Joe had criticized Drake on his show uh, for his new album, For the Dogs. Now, I'm not a dog he's talking about. I have no dog in the fight. But either way, this is what Joe Budden had to say about Drake's new album. Yeah, I just think I, I, I miss the Drake that was rapping but for the rappers. I miss the Drake that when he dropped, the rappers hit him. 
Not these little fucking kids. I don't give a fuck about you and Kai Sinat. That's going to sound like hate. It is. It's not hate. It's not hate. It is. It's not hate. Go find some niggas your fucking age. Hang out with them. Get some of that sauce. That's the not old, what keeps all you. The, all no, the that's older not what keeps you popping. All the niggas Fuck buying music. Kids. That's not what keeps you popping. And if that's exactly. the game he playing, the old, I gotta play this game. All the stay older popping. niggas streaming music no. and buying it, Joe. No, dog. All, no, all, all, that, all, old that, all that shit, all that shit, y'all saying for me applies to the field. I have long before called this nigga the golden child. Different set of rules apply. Correct. He's him. He is not one of them that y'all telling me about. I don't hold him there. Dog, this or album is going to be the most streamed album in Spotify history. Who, why? When, when you that, Even if it ain't good. When you that book, Golden Ch You got the glow. You feel it. When you got that glow. When you that. You ain't you walking in with the glow. I do what I want, and that's what's going to be popping. Whatever yes. I want is going to be popping. So where's the motivation then? With what you just said, where's the motivation? Great point. No, if no, I could do, if I could, right. if I could do whatever I want to do, and it's gonna pop, it's gonna, it's gonna be number one. It's gonna I'm, do all I'm of this. Where that, is the motivation? That, that wasn't I'm, what I'm, I was I'm, saying, I'm, but that wait, was wait, a double. I'm an But wait, that's not. Listen, I don't watch the Joe po uh, Joe Budden podcast regularly, but I I do hear from time to time, and I see clips. We live in a clip based world. There's not enough time for me to watch all the content. What I will say is, I was really confused at the passion that you had, Joe. I was confused at the passion. I, I and a lot of people were saying you were a hater. A lot of people were saying that you were being negative and that you were just being messy. I'm going to try to take a different approach. And, and everybody knows I love Drake. I've known Drake for years and I respect him personally and professionally what he's been able to build himself up to be. And when you see somebody who starts out as somebody who wants to rap become one of the greatest rappers of this generation, you can't do anything but fucking bow to that. So there's that. Uh, and I, I like Drake. But we have to remember that Joe is also a member of the hip hop community. And I hear passion as somebody who was respected as a really good lyricist, maybe he hasn't reached the level of success as a Drake um, or you know, respected in the way Drake is currently feeling the love, being very critical and the passion sometimes take over. I know with me, my deliveries at times is wild when I'm really passionate about something. Um, and my passion then gets in the way of the, the message and you just hear uh, the delivery. Now, a lot of people were saying that what Joe said in terms of being critical of Drake's album was accurate. And so I will put that out there. But Drake then had his response and it was a little. What was the word that Blueface used? Zesty. Baby, look at what he said. Damn, this is a lot, Drake. Why you have. Couldn't your ghostwriter write a one paragraph? Oh Jesus. God. Anyway, Champagne Poppy said, Joe Budden, you have failed at music. You left it behind to do what you are doing in this clip because this is what actually pays your bills. For any artist watching this, just remember you are watching a failure give their opinion on his idea of a recipe for success. A quitter give their opinion on how to achieve longevity. You switch careers because the things that pop into your brain had you broke living check to check and the raps you write had 450 men showing up to your shows in Dusty Aniche jeans. Dusty, Dusty Aniche jeans, Drake. Who? Aniche, I used to love that brand. You took me back, nigga. You, right, you the goat for that. But stay out my lane. I'll throw the shade. Let me get back to this. Okay. <laughs> to screw up their face to mood music, 29 and pretend... <laughs> And pretend you are the GOAT. Please, to any artist that's doing what they feel is right, don't let these opinions affect your mindset after the fact. 
This guy is the poster child of frustration and surrendering. You retired and we never hung up your jersey. Drake, this is mean. You're being really fucking mean. And I live for it. Let me continue. You retired and we never hung your jersey up. We don't even remember your number. <laughs> we know you for doing this. You withdrew from rap not because you accomplished all you need to. It's because it wasn't working for you. I never want anybody in the generations to think that the whole everybody's entitled to their opinion is a real thing. This is a man projecting his own self-hate. And the fact that I did and continue to do everything he wanted to do for himself. If you need it, put simpler terms. I own a 767. He owns a modest house in the 973 and flies first class on special occasions. Drake. He ate him up. Hold on. I'm going to let the full applause go because that was a read. Now, I've always said that the homosexuals read the best. So, Drake, I don't know who wrote that or who helped edit that, but they deserve a fucking raise. And to Joe, let me also say, me and you, you've already pieced it up with me via the internet, so we're good. I'm just doing what you do and being um, a commentator. Drake, that was a read. Well, Joe uh, responded to that by simply saying, you know, grow up. And instead of him growing up himself, he actually is now reading DMs that Drake, I'll say, allegedly, allegedly. sent to him. And a 55-second voice memo that he didn't let us listen to. Well, anyway, this is allegedly what Drake said. And this is Joe reading the DMs. Take a chill pill, Anthony. Have a drink. Throw on some instrumentals, maybe write one of those fellas, do your thing, let me do my thing joints for old time's sake. A little radio play would do you some good, papa. That's what he said to you? Who said that? Drake said that. I want to reiterate, I'm happier than I've ever been in life. I don't have small, I don't have beef. I don't even understand, I don't even get the message, but cool. Uh... Yeah, I'm not sure why you went crazy like that. I like the album. This ain't 2016. I got no beef. Get your shit off, though. As a matter of fact, nobody's happier for you than me. That's what you said. Yeah. And I'm not going to continue to read. I'll read this because this was important. Because you bringing up my friends and the bitches I fuck, like you know anything about that. Uh, Keeping music. I don't give a fuck what you listen to in your free time because the people's opinion I care about don't have free time. She still has another jab. Why do he feel like the need, like he don't, not only do you not have to do this right now, but it don't work on me. <laughs> I don't know if people know that about me, that this type of stuff don't work on me, but I, it's fine. I don't even understand lost. I also don't care if you like or dislike something, but don't talk about my life and shit like you trying to plant some seed or paint some narrative and turn people against me. Okay. Talk about the music. If you hate it, you hate it. But you're talking about I'm out here fucking 25-year-olds. Uh, this is personal, so I won't read them. That shit feels malicious to me, and I don't do well with that. Your nerd co-host can sit and talk about gangster this and that, but you know how we get down, so keep it journalistic, you bronies. I never even read the end of that. Well, um, 
Drake's dad also spoke out, and I talked to Dennis. Um, I forgot all of what he said, but Dennis is working on a, a TV project right now, and I did pass a message to Drake and invited Dennis to come on the show, and he's going to come at some point. And Drake, you know you're always invited over here. There will be lots of love, although you were shady to me at that Michael Rubin party, but then again, the way y'all be sipping that liquor and hugging each other from the back, it is what it is. But let's see this. Drake is 37 years old, and even if he is dating a 25-year-old, that's not a bad thing. I'm 46. I keep forgetting. I want to say 42. <laughs> I'm 46 talking to somebody who's 30. That's a 16-year age difference. So what? Who cares? Why is that a big deal? They're all consenting adults. Drake's clearly never been accused of being with an underage girl. There are other rappers out there that were sleeping with Kylie Jenner when she was a kid, if you want to go run them receipts. I, I just think that Drake's point, it, what I love, is he said, criticize the music, have an opinion about about the music but be careful of the narrative there are narratives that people will say like you flying them girls out or you flying them boys out that start to create a conversation that leads people down a path that's not accurate or you know in the case of uh you'll see in this bobby lights interview where he talks about a youtuber who uh said he had dirty blood trying to insinuate that he has hiv like there are serious allegations that can be made in an insinuating type way that gets the internet talking so what drake is saying be very clear, stay on the music, criticize me, but don't create this narrative. And then he also did make a threat. You know, as much as I love you, Drake, you basically said, you know, ramifications and consequences could happen. And we all know what that means. People show up to your house. Well, we'll just say allegedly. Allegedly. But in the petties, we've seen them say, you're planning your funeral. This is where people need to be really careful because I don't know what they're doing in Canada, but they handing out Ricos here and there. And we all saw one of your Canadian colleagues get locked up for shooting another rapper. It just happened to be his girlfriend. Well, alleged girlfriend. Allegedly. Even though Meg said that they weren't fucking and we know that was a lie. Uh, you know, I just really want us to try to understand that if you are a public figure, people are going to criticize you. And again, what it sounds like from Drake, it's okay if you criticize the music. We do get to criticize your relationship choices as well. Um, but I think intertwining who he's dating with the music when you're focused on the music criticism is a lot. This show, we criticize you from your rooter to your tutor. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and if you're in the case of the Smiths, Roto-Rooter. We, we're going we're gonna to judge. And that may come with consequences. We get it. But, you know, in this case, you know, I thought Drake handled it well. It doesn't sound too zesty in terms of the, the warning, uh, but it does sound a little skeptical. I remember when we were in London, we went to Drake's party. Mm -hmm. He kind of threatened me there, too. Uh, did you? Did I tell you about that? Uh, I think I think you mentioned He didn't threaten me in a real, like, threatened way. He just let me know, like, nigga, don't come over here with all that yeah. shit because, you know, we, we don't deal with that over here. I was like, Drake, shut the fuck up. Here, take my phone. And uh, we just hugged and, you know, kind of laughed it off because he people think I'm the boogeyman when I'm not. And and Drake is a phenomenal human being. The, the uh, He doesn't do a lot of interviews. I'm glad that he's starting to now. But, like, what, I, what I'm afraid of is that a lot of rappers like Drake they like villainize and demonize all of us because of these kind of experiences and then tend to go to white media or other people like that Bobby girl who literally ain't nothing but um, a pale funny Marco, if you ask me, because that's what funny Marco's thing is. If you watch him, he's he started that style of interviewing and was doing great. And now everybody's going over there to her. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, do you think Joe's being a hater? Or do you think Joe's upset? Do you think Joe is uh, somewhere with Dusty and Nietzsche James <laughs> mad that he doesn't have the career that Drake? Oh, that was a read, baby. That was a read. That was a read, and I know that zero chat GPT was involved in that because Drake put his whole <laughs> soul into that. Well, he spelled check, C-H-E-C-K. 
E Q U E. He spelled it Canadian. Okay. He read him in U.S. and <laughs> Canadian. Canadian yes. dollars. Okay. Period. Look, if you when you get on the microphone and you crit critique someone, whether it's about their music or their life, he's been in this situation before where he's pissed people off and they come back. But I think Drake just read him for filth. So he, what can you say to that? There's no comeback other than I'm just being a good father and focusing on my radio show. Like there's no other comeback because he got read for filth. Like. Like you said, Red the down. gays usually read like that, but that, ooh. That was good. I want Joe to come on the Jason Lee show. Um, I mean, I won't go on the Joe Biden show because I don't want to sit anywhere near Melissa. Uh, <laughs> but um, actually, I don't hate Melissa. Did you send her an award? No, we haven't sent those out yet. Okay. Well, Melissa elsewhere? Ford, you'll be getting an award. You can keep it or lose it. It's up to you, but you earned it. Um, and uh, no, I think that I would love to have Joe Budden on the show. Joe Budden, like I've said this before, before we had our little moment. Joe Joe Budden, Charlemagne, and I very much very similar, but also very different. Um, I will say Charlemagne at the Breakfast Club this week, my guard was down a little bit when we disagreed, and I should have stayed in it. But I have so much respect for Charlemagne, I just kind of let it go and moved on to the next topic. But next time Charlemagne, when I'm there, we going toe to toe. <laughs> uh, I, I I would love to see Joe here on the show, but and I I just want people to. I've elevated to a point where I try not to make it too personal. Um, do I make it personal? So does it come off personal? No, I don't think so. I don't think it's personal. When it is personal, it comes off personal. I think sometimes it's, there's, not, a little, it's there's a little shade dropped in, but it's not personal. Only about um, Michelle Williams. <laughs> it's fun. It's, I don't think it's personal. Mm. <laughs> this right here. By the way, Drake, you're looking good. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're a little too... You know what's so crazy? Don't he look like the person I'm talking to right now? Yeah. That's crazy, huh? Yeah. Mine's a little cuter, though. You just got more That's money. a good look on Drake, though. Yeah, it's a good look. And, by the way, Drake, and you know, I can't even sexualize you because, one, you'll probably send the goons. <laughs> and, two, uh, I don't even see Drake this way because I've just known him so long or whatever. I saw a picture of Drake online. I'm going to find it with his body showing. Drake, oh, you know. Oh, in the pool? No. It's a picture of Drake. We're going to get that picture put up here. Not that I, one. I, nope. Nope. Oh, he got a few of them. Huh? Drake's been working out with our friend Hollywood Hino. Drake looks good. So I, I what I love the most about Drake, though, is not only great music, I mean, huge superstardom. His house in Canada is fucking fabulous. He had a boy, a kid on the side with this girl. He didn't mean to get pregnant, but now is really fully involved in this kid's life, whose birthday is the same day as Cardi's, by the way. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. October 11th. Well, and he's like really happy to be a dad. The kid's in the video. Kid looks like the mom. Adonis is also viral. On, he's on the album. Like he rapped you know, on the album. He's yeah, in he's the video. So and cute. Drake is such a good son to the mom. He forgave the dad. Dad's lit mm. now. Like I love everything about his come story. And really in many ways, Drake and Cardi's come up stories are very different. But to see them both come from the beginning to superstardom is crazy. And mm -hmm. I can't wait until a Drake and Cardi record. Yes. All right, let's move right along. Speaking of Cardi, her husband's in the news. Offset, um, who, by the way, has an album rolling out right now called Set It Off. And I don't know if Queen Latifah and Cleo are going to get 10% of this album cover. <laughs> but uh, I have to first say, Offset, your rollout has been phenomenal. Shout out to Freshie, who's been rolling the fuck out this album. And I did see that we're on the press list for an interview. So Offset, hurry up and bring your ass over here. 
Um, I have seen Offset grow as a human being and as a man and as a husband over the last six years. And so I'm holding all my questions for a real personal sit down. The music is definitely going to be a part of it. And I want to hear the whole album. By the time this airs, he will have had his uh, album release party here in Los Angeles. Well, what else he's released is his opinion about the petties and the petty threats. Offset is speaking out publicly, recently being publicly targeted by Nicki Minaj's husband, Kenneth Petty. Now, the other day when I was co-hosting The Breakfast Club, Offset got out the car while I was waiting for a car, and I didn't get a chance to say hello to him because TMZ was filming him, and I kind of wanted to be off to the side because if they would have saw me in a camera with Offset, they would have said we were plotting something, and I, I literally ran into him as I was leaving work. Uh, but shout out to Offset. Now, he went there to talk about his new album, Set It Off, and was asked about being targeted by Nicki Minaj's husband. As you all know, the goons were looking for him in New York City at 5 o'clock in the morning because that's when goons get up. Uh, apparently, they stay up all night and stay up all day. Uh, if you missed it, this was the video that went viral. Offset, where you at? That's it. God, it's been that shit. I'm like a zad, nigga. Yo, Kanye, nigga. No, we shot, man. No, we shot, yeah. We outside. Big Zoo outside, nigga. Big Queens, right? Yeah. Yeah. Drop your low now, nigga. All settled, nigga. Them niggas acting like niggas DMV. Yo, where you at? We at, man. That video, I have secondhand embarrassment every time I see that. Well, they try to make it seem like Offset was somehow the problem. I can tell you, and I'm not on Offset's team, and I don't even talk to Offset like that. Offset has been doing a lot of personal work, and I don't want to share all that here because I want to get that in the interview. I did uh, kind of hint at it during my interview with Cardi B, but listen. Uh, Offset was minding his own business at the VMAs where Cardi was scheduled to perform. Remember, Cardi performed there, and then Nicki also performed. This is the video that went viral from the VMAs. Take a look. Uh, nigga, the sturdiest, nigga, big swing, biggest queen, nigga. There's been rumors for a long time that there were lots of threats going on behind the scenes for uh, over the last year with some of Kenny's goons threatening Cardi. Well, either way, now it's all come to a head. And then now, you know, Kenneth Petty is on house arrest for 120 days, which means he can't go outside. How about that? Well, let me just tell you where we're at now is that uh, during the run for this promo of promoting the album, he went to the Breakfast Club and he was asked about whether or not he called the police or the police called him. And this is what was said. Now, did authorities contact you? After Nicki Minaj's husband made those threats against you? That was another rumor. Man, hell no. Okay. Oh, he's ain't never calling me. Okay. 
I ain't got no number for you. Because <laughs> they, they were saying they reached out to see if you wanted the press charge. Man, please. I'd never do no lame ass shit like that. I'd rather keep it in the street. Like, do some shit like that. That's, but that shit, all that shit a joke. Grown ass man and doing shit like that. I don't even want to bring it up, but I just laugh at shit like that. I got real money. I'm handling real business. I'm on the way to the Coach Prime, man. On the, on the, on the jet, like. Word. I'm 30 years old, bro. Like, you know how long it took me to get away from that? Mm-hmm. Like, that bullshit on, online, like, so that's why anything online like that, in that manner, I just blow it off because, like, I done been in meetings where they like, oh, you the bad guy. Like, I'm the one who got out of jail. We can't do this j-. Like, I done missed out on money for that shit. And you just too, I'm just too old to participate in shit like that. Like, I think sometimes niggas want you to be, uh, tough and then when you crash out they call you stupid that's right absolutely that's the right. crazy shit about the shit right. it's, it's just odd because y'all will cross each other paths all the time right because y'all both are at award shows so it's just weird that it went that far and just just why online i just just never never understood i don't never get in that because i'm a man mm-hmm. so the man should stay the fuck away like, it's, like whatever's going on i don't i don't get in that like i'm a man like mm-hmm. i'm not getting in that business the little dm shit you had seen was because I'm a grown man also, like I'm saying. Men, it, not even shouted, but men is like going up, like they trying to do something, I'm calling my wife out, bitches and shit, like, it's a respect thing, brother. At the end of the day, like, don't speak on my wife, and then I'm a DM you, cause I don't know you, you see what I'm saying? I'm a DM you to see, what what are you doing? Like, what you got going on? Cause it's not for the public. And then you go up with the shit, it's like goofy shit. That's why I don't be, I try to stay away. I shouldn't have never even said nothing to a at all. Cause I'm never gonna see you. You like a street punk out here in New York. Whoever the nigga was like a street punk or something. It was like a random nigga that wasn't even in our business, not even in our world. But you threatening my wife, bro. I'm not playing those games. I hate when men say anything about my wife. I don't care how people think. Like, oh, why you, why you, why you? Man, this is my wife. Mother of my kids, man. Men disrespecting the wife. I see you ain't playing by choice either. No. <laughs> yeah. Listen, um, he said what he said. He took a couple digs there, but ultimately, where were y'all even looking for Offset? Did y'all look like y'all were in an alley? <laughs> Offset and Cardi got too much money to be staying in a dirty neighborhood. Like, and no shout out, shout out to everybody who neighborhood that is. Let me first start with that. I don't know where that neighborhood was. But um, remember, Offset was on his way to see Deion Sanders at the game mm-hmm. and he, with Lil Wayne. He wasn't even a part of that. Um, and I think what Offset is trying to do is just clear the air. He really be minding his business with his wife and then drug into all this drama. Either way, it's been really quiet online. We haven't heard much from either side, which is great. And I think we all just wanted to go away. Please. Like, <laughs> I don't want to talk about this no more. I don't want to talk about it no more. In fact, that is our last update on whatever is happening, unless it is breaking news. Because I can't remember it all. And I'm gonna just leave it at that. What do y'all have an opinion or can we just move on? We can move on. Okay. I do have one little opinion. No. <laughs> Go get Offset's new album. Goodbye. All right, the next one. All right, well, now it's time for my thoughts and prayers. Clout is definitely one hell of a drug. And in the case of Carly Russell, that attention she was seeking by faking her own abduction came right at her full force and will likely blow her ass right in jail. Now, you know the place where Mr. Petty should have been for making those threats? Either way, and not think that you're not going to face any consequences. He may have thought that he copped a win with just four months of house arrest, but the saddest part is that you just keep looking crazy by the minute while you continue to ruin your wife's legacy. 
not going to even say what I think. Maybe y'all should just take a page out of my book and take accountability when you mess up. If you didn't catch it, go to the Daily Drop. Clear the air. Move on. Just, you know, learn your lesson when you speak on inserting yourself in other people's business or beefs that things might get a little petty. But petty hasn't quite gotten the memo, the same memo that Joe tried to give to Drake before exposing those DMs. You know where he said to grow up. Speaking of being petty, Cameron, how are you going to be a single man going to tell a successful and married man to leave his happy wife and happy life and kids for a Super Bowl ring? We saw how that worked out with Tom Brady and Giselle. It didn't. And let's just butt out of people's marriages. Well, except for Will and Jada's because they done butted us all in it. Because Jada doesn't know how to take us out the group chat. She's worse than... <laughs> Krishan trying to get Jaden to understand why Stewie is an actual thing in her life. Well, you know, we are all gagged. We were all gagged about the August Alcinity when it dropped. Leave poor Will alone. If you've been separated for seven years, still living separately, and you're doing interviews saying you don't know what it will take to get back together, let that man go. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? Just like Tyra said. And now we just want y'all to have peace and happiness. Okay, well, listen, that's it for the Jason Lee podcast. Uh, we're going to do two episodes every week. So just know this is Friday and on Monday, we'll have another one for you that you can pop up and watch. Um, and make sure you're following us everywhere on social media, Hollywood Unlocked. Also follow the Jason Lee Show for all updates. If you're looking for merch, we still need to plan, Rob, a merch drop one day going out of sale, sale, because we ain't never selling again. Merch was the worst <laughs> idea ever. It took too long. And honestly, we didn't even really promote it, no. right? But it's there. Yeah. But once it's gone, you better get them start them them uh, varsity coats. I saw Tia's Madison had her varsity coat on the other day on social media, and the lady was like, "I need to buy one." I didn't even tell her where to buy it because I <laughs> I've done a bad job. We're gonna have a going out of sales sale, and also make sure that you follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Go follow Rob on Grinder everywhere. Okay. <laughs> Bye. The Jason Lee Podcast.